I know I bring it up all the time, but hamburgers are great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that time I decided... Have we discussed this before? Yeah. That time I decided to make a hamburger and it's like, if you really want to make the best hamburger, here's 700 different things you need to think of from yeah. like the different bun and here's the cooking, make your what's your bun. oven like and blah, blah, blah. Like there's not... I don't know. There's not a thing that is simple. You can't just go, I'm going to learn this thing. And it's always you scratch the surface... And then it's a whole other thing. This probably yeah. speaks to my frame of mind today. But I'm just fascinated by talking about how they just understand stuff yeah. thoughtlessly. And they don't. No one gets shit. Mm. I remember my dad opened Zone 3, the video arcade, and having the thought process that the pool table was breaking. every like It would break all the time. Like Every couple of days, someone would come up and go, I put my bowl in the table and it didn't come out and my stick has nothing to hit. Or like, <laughs> you know, I'm paraphrasing. You know, I put my money in and the white ball didn't come out and yeah. the, the chalk is insufficient. Something, you know, some weird complaint. And going like, wow, that's a really unlucky pool table. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've played pool a number of times at a number of different venues and it's always like worked. I've yeah. always exchanged money for balls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exchanging money for balls, the yeah. Stefan Delatovic biography. I, I was an innocent child, not aware of the context of certain things. But obviously like, didn't go to a Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's prayers, not money. Um, <laughs> But and just thinking that, oh no, probably all of them, the pool table breaks with such regularity. I've just never noticed because I'm I use it once and I fuck off forever. Yep. Whereas now I'm the person who has to fix it. It's like when uh, I was like, oh, I can't wait to buy a home when I grow up and everything will just work. Nah. And then you're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, talking. Uh, my mum was with one of her friends one day after school, and I was like come home after a very trying day of high school, which involved like fraught uh, Dawson Creek-esque drama or some crap. That's right. And exchanging money for balls. <laughs> That's right. You know, it was a tough life. And, th- and I remember saying to her, like, I can't wait until I grow up and everyone can just be cool and adults all the time. And Uh-oh. her and her friend just going like, lol, 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 lol. Sorry, kid. <laughs> we got something out. I'm sorry. That's not how the world works. But like this weird childlike perception of reality that everything's kind of just locked together and sorted out. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this, man. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just in the stream thinking, of the world. I've been thinking about your complexity thing and tying it back to food that we talk about yeah. all Please too regularly. bring it back to food because I don't know where I'm going. You know how there's been this constant quest to find the recipe for KFC? Every couple of years there's a story about that. This guy's finally found it. Oh, no, it's not right. It's yeah. close, but it's not quite right. Oh. And apparently some dude's uncovered it and he spent 16 years, I think it was, yeah. investigating wow. and experimenting and he reckons he's, he's nailed it. He's nailed KFC. And he's, and he's published it. I'm like, what did you publish it for, you idiot? Yeah. Keep so, it to yourself. I mean, I hope he took breaks <laughs> like, <laughs> to do other stuff. Nah, probably not. 16 years to just put up a blog entry that says he is here to make KFC and everyone goes... I'll just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I could could pull together the eleven herbs and spices, or yeah, it's just a just a trip through the drive through. <laughs> Don't like, even have to get out of the car. <laughs> it's great. It's like that uh, Futurama gag where Bender goes back in time and he's like, "And I got the recipe for KFC. I finally found it." And holds up a piece of paper that just says "chicken grease salt." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I have a friend in Broken Hill, Aaron, who makes his own like homemade KFC. Yeah. And I don't know if he's using this like 
magical internet elixir of which you speak or just something. But it's it's damn close just, and it's delicious. It's got a bit of Master Foods all-purpose seasoning. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good because it, it does taste like super salty fatty chicken. And, uh, you know, you go. that's what I'm in for. Good times. Yeah. Thanks, Colonel. I love the Colonel. Who it's doesn't? It's just a floating head of awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I went to a customer meeting the other day. In your work? In my work. Where you exchange balls for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not my balls though, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, in, in non-podcast JT goes to professional JT meetings yep. and talks to customers and whatnot and uh, went and caught up with a guy called Stuart. The last time I caught up with Stuart was just after we'd started doing this. Yeah. And we were talking about podcasts and whatnot and I said, oh, look, my, my friend and I have started this podcast I'll flick you the link and if you feel like maybe having a listen and, and giving me a bit of feedback, we'd really appreciate it. Understand if you don't want to because, you yep. know, lame. <laughs> um, and by all like, accounts... Oh, cool, I loved Man of Steel. I'll he, give it a listen. Yeah, yep. yeah. I said the first one's on Man of Steel. So I think he still listens to it regularly yeah. <laughs> because he came to pick me up from reception. The receptionist buzzing. Oh, your one o'clock appointment's here. Yeah. Comes down, we're walking up the stairs and he goes to me, so it has to be asked, have you seen any good Michael Bay films lately? <laughs> and I went, oh, that is Zing. brilliant. And then halfway through the meeting, he also said to me, it's a little bit weird having you sitting here in my office because I'm used to hearing your voice in my car while I drive to work in the morning. That is weird. And I was like, this is... So cool. <laughs> I said to her, I've got to mention this on the, the show. That's right. I love Level 30 in real life. Other than the enjoyable aspect of just sitting here and doing this, which yeah. I really, really like doing. Good save. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the, the implication being that I hate all the other stuff that goes. I hate sitting down and doing the editing and publishing and all the overhead that goes with it. Because yeah. I would like it if we could just record this and then get somebody else to do all the hard work behind the other bits we and then we could just like be superstars. Well, we're just the talent, surely. Yeah, pretty much. And we just need to produce it and do all the widgety Exactly, business. exactly what we need. Yeah. Um, but the the other bit that I really like is those sort of unexpected in real life. It's pretty parts cool. Where someone goes, blah, 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 blah. And you go, oh my God, that was, <laughs> that's the thing that happened on the show. Level 30 IRL. Yeah. So now that's it's a hashtag. weirder for him. Because, like, We've just you will be talking about him and becoming from the car, but it will be about a conversation that you had IRL the and then it's the thing. This is like meta inception level 30. Wow. Did I tell you about <laughs> <laughs> the time where I went to the 7-Eleven across the street from my house to, like, charge up my public transport card? Your my, Mikey. My Mikey. My key, as it were. Mm. Uh, and the fridge there, the Ben and Jerry's fridge, was broken in a way that it was making the inception noise. No. And I couldn't get my bearings. Because it was sick, <laughs> like, it, <laughs> the sun was just coming up. It was first thing in the morning. I might have still been asleep. And I'm like going like, hi, I'd like to put $20 on my Mikey card, please. And can I have $10 cash out because I will get lunch later. And how are you today? And the whole time I was just like, wow, wow. Did you like just that? reach into your pocket and pull a little... Spinning top out. And well, I didn't have anything, man. Uh -oh. I wasn't See, playing. you've always got to have the little exactly. thing so you know if you're in a dream or not. So Someone could have been stealing your PIN number, trade secrets or That's something. That's right. What if you actually knew the recipe for KFC <laughs> and that was the cashier was some dude gone. in your dream? Did he ask you about that at all? Like, 
He asked me a lot of personal questions. Uh oh. No, I felt really because I at the at the, I, you I could got actually be the, the colonel. I could <laughs> because this is a thing that happens. Sorry to interrupt. Maybe. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> when I was Look, using, let, I know this is a is a fun bit we did do. Did you just interrupt well my interruption? I'm, I'm well accustomed to being interrupted. Are you? Yes. Okay, host. <laughs> okay, Steve Kick. Carry on. Um, so I use iPhoto, and yeah. uh, I hate plugging Apple shit because they won't sponsor the show. Yeah. Um, I use iPhoto Surprisingly. to organize all of my photos. Mm. And one of the really cool things I like about it, and a bunch of other software does this as well, yeah. is you can tag people's faces. So I can say, show me all the photos of Stefan, and they all sort of pop up. Yeah, which I assume you do all the time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that it does, though, is it'll scan your photos for untagged photos, and it'll say, is this Stefan? Based on these other faces that we've got, Yeah, it'll do facial <laughs> recognition and say, what about this guy? Is this Stefan? Yes this? or no? And it learns. Yeah, uh, so creepy. The, the other day I was in uh, doing something and it said – and I said, show me the unconfirmed faces because I want to sort of – Show me the unconfirmed faces, <laughs> Yeah, he said, and reaching we'll, for the missile control codes. And we'll get onto drones in a moment. Don't oh, worry fuck. about that. Yep. And so it said there's one unconfirmed face of Stefan Delatovic. <laughs> and I went, oh, I would have thought I would have tagged all the photos of Stefan. So I popped it up. And in a photo, and this is another story for another episode, my sister is wearing a crown made out of a KFC bucket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's an episode unto itself. We've all been there. And so the colonel's face is front and centre and iPhoto has picked it up <laughs> as an actual face and yep. gone, glasses, yep. beard, <laughs> similar sort of hairstyle. Chicken stench. <laughs> Is the Colonel Stefan Delatovic? Oh, man. And I've clicked no, but now that I think about it, we've maybe I should have clicked yes. We've never been in the same room there you go. at the same time. And I'm in there a lot. Mm. Oh, mm. that's great. Right. And then you've been incepted out of the bloody I can't wait to recipe. call my autobiography Unconfirmed Faces. I'm Stefan <laughs> Delatovic's story. <laughs> I'm going to update the podcast thing. So instead of saying Stefan Delatovic and Justin J.T. Taylor, it says... Colonel Harlan Sanders yeah. and Justin JT Taylor. <laughs> JT and the Colonel. Coming yeah. to you on 107.9. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Radio noises. I like uh, it. When I went into the seven, uh, the story I was telling 48 <laughs> oh, minutes yes, ago. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I sorry, did, Colonel. I, re- I did a rare like step outside of my brain thing where I got halfway out the 7-Eleven and I was so – because I felt really bad because the whole time I'm doing the transaction, I'm just really like – Preoccupied about with the Inception fridge. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, and then I get halfway out and turn around and go, dude, i got to ask, like, do you feel like we're in an Inception? And uh, he just looked at me and went, yes, yes, I've been thinking that all day. So um, I was very happy. Nah, it's not see, often you just lob a pop culture reference out into the universe and someone picks it up. I think he was trying to placate you and go, oh, yeah, totally. It's not really happening. Exactly. I haven't just stolen Remember the chicken recipe. Remember when you trained me to blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Anyway. It's not even real French. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the story about me sleepwalking through 7-Eleven. Huzzah. Yeah. I have been in there in my pyjamas a lot. But that's different. I, you know how ages ago when we were talking about the scrubs and I said yeah. would never wear them out of the house? Yes. I may... It sort of felt like there was an expiry date on that call. I may have gone to pick <laughs> up a pizza wearing scrubs the other day. Yeah. Nice. It's the end of the story. Did you f- kick open the doors and go like, stop? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't. But yeah. the pizza place, who I won't name because, again, they don't sponsor the show. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm done with this friends of the show thing. Unless people are contributing something, you're not a friend of mine. Is that how – but I'm is that what friends means, yeah. though? <laughs> Given that we've established that friends of the show specifically means people we like who's never heard of us before. <laughs> Well, look, we're doing this on a Saturday morning again, and I'm a little bit grumpy. I understand. To be fair, yeah, it's what's not actually Saturday morning; about? it's one p.m. There's but a huge ball of gas in the sky. Yeah, what's what that about? Dickhead. So anyway, an unnamed assholey pizza joint. <laughs> no, I love the pizza joint. They make probably the best pizza in Brunswick, I think. Yeah. Well, what now? I want to know what it is. Oh well, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> <laughs> but I ordered. <laughs> Non-sponsored content time. Exactly. All right, sweet. Uh, I ordered through Menulog. Have yeah. you ever used Menulog? I have. So it's a website that, for those of you that don't know what it is, it's a website that basically acts as a, a broker for a number of restaurants and mm. publishes their menu and you can order online when the place doesn't have their own online ordering facility. We will, of course, refer to it from henceforth as an unnamed uh, takeaway food brokering site because, as established, they don't <laughs> sponsor the show and so they can stick their name up their ass. But Pretty anyway, much. I've used Menulog. It's good. So I ordered the pizza on Menulog. Yeah. And the Menulog. people at the pizza store mm. got all butthurt about it because I assume that Menulog takes some sort of cut. Yeah. Or something. That's got to be their business model, right? Well, they must make some kind of money. Well, you would think so. Yeah. So I went in and the people were like, do you need a... Uh, do you need a menu to take with you? And I went, no. And they went, but didn't you order on menu log? And I went, well, yeah, because it was easier. I was already on the computer. It was easier than reaching for the phone and calling you people up. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, you know, if you took a menu, you could ring us. And <laughs> they just sort of, they, they weren't explicit about it, but they just sort of kept pushing me into, you sure you uh, don't want to not order from menu log in yeah. the future? And I went, seriously, I'm wearing scrubs here. I've got better things to do. Give me the fucking pizza. <laughs> I left. They're dying on the table, unnamed pizza joint. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, int- I suppose menu log would have to take a bit of a cut. Yeah. You think they just add 1% or something? I'd pay 1% because it means I don't have to talk to anyone. <laughs> just hammer that send it now button. For holy shit. Yeah. Pizza through the mailbox. There were, I don't know if it was Menulog or another one. I had a really good experience with it. And then I went through a Thai place, which is somewhere in Brunswick, which I wish I could name for sort of punitive reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but I ordered from there once. They just took hours. And yeah. I just had to keep ringing them. And they're like, yeah, we're just Oh, uh, sorry. Just you said a Thai way. place. Yeah. I thought you said a tyre place. Yeah. And I went... Delicious. Is that... <laughs> You've got tyres on your car and you ordered it through the internet? Yeah, How does exactly. that work? And uh, it was a fucking disaster, <laughs> yep. I assure you. Uh, they tried to email me the tyres, <laughs> but the attachment got corrupted and I ended up with like a big pixel one and you need a round... Yeah. Fuck this. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I ordered uh, Thai food and they didn't from rock up Thailand. for hours. From Thailand. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it was from Thailand. That's the problem. And I, they eventually said, they just kept saying like, yeah, the driver's just left. And then I'd ring in an hour and they'd be like, driver's just fresh out the door. <laughs> I'm like, I feel, no, like I, I may still be in Inception. But it's not that we live in a huge suburb. Yeah. Even if the driver had just left, it would take them. I assume most restaurants are on Sydney Road, right? And yeah. there's a few on Melville and that's kind of it for like restaurants. If they said the driver has left, I would wait the maximum possible amount of time it would take them to get to my house plus 10 minutes and ring and they'd be like, 
out the door. They're out the door. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is not legit. Eventually told me that they'd been in an accident. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and, I w- and so I was like, oh, sorry. And they're like, sorry, they've been in an accident. So uh, we're sending another driver out to get your food from the scene of the accident to get it to you. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. Like, that's really nice. And I get the food and I eat it. I can't wait for my blood splattered chicken red curry. And I'm like, I respect a business that lets the employee die (laughs) (laughs) because the person is not going to render medical assistance. They're going to get my fucking curry and bring it to my house. (laughs) The driver's in the car and the dude rocks up with the jaws of life. And he's like, you're here to save me. (laughs) Hang on. Why are you opening the passenger side? Door and he's like, oh, we got to get this order to bloody Stefan. Yeah. He keeps ringing up. Just cuts a takeaway container size hole. I can't get out of there. I know. And that just walks away. And <laughs> <laughs> does that thing where the car explodes, but they don't look back. Can anyway. you do me a favor? Yeah. Next time you ring up to order some fast food, yeah. and they ask for your name, mm-hmm. can you say it's the Colonel? <laughs> And they'll be like, cheating on your own business. They'll be like, you, do, you, do you have a last name? And you just go, Sanders. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. I can't do an accent. But so, and then fast forward like a year. Yep. And I uh, I think we had driven home from Broken Hill or something, which is like 10 hours and we get home at 8 p.m. And I'm like, I'm in no emotional or physical condition to cook anything, mm. let alone stand up ever again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, that's probably the other way around for that sense. Anyway. So, I get on the old menu log and they're like, do you want to order while from... While in a wheelchair. Yeah, while in a wheelchair. You know, my telepathy's back. Yep. But my legs don't work. Uh, it's probably a long-term segue, but... <laughs> it's going to be a segue for next episode <laughs> at the rate we're going. So, I order the food. Yep. And it comes up with like a, oh, do you want to order from this Thai place? And I'm like, yeah, I suppose. Why not? I've completely forgotten the last thing, right? Completely forgot the last time you ordered from there. Someone showed up on the front page of the paper as dead in a horrific car <laughs> exactly. accident. Exactly. This is mostly shin bones. Uh, <laughs> so I order the food. <laughs> it says it's going to take an hour, right? And I'm like, well, that's, that's inappropriate. But, you know, an yeah. hour is an hour. That's fine. I've, it's like 8 p.m. on a something day i don't know what it is so i order it i wait an hour i ring and they're like oh yeah sorry he's just out the door (laughs) driver's right out the door and i was like this sucks at this point i still don't remember what's going on they're like he's moving a bit slower since he's had the plates put into his hips and his femur so to make a long story short lol too late (laughs) (laughs) uh i ring a number of times and they say this person is just you know, they're just out the door. They're on their way. Blah, blah, blah. Eileen starts saying stuff like, didn't we order from these people before? She, in always, is like the intelligent one in the team. And I'm like, no, I don't remember. This is inappropriate. I'm hungry and sad. Uh, and then eventually I ring them and say, look, seriously, can you just give me my money back? It's like 9.40 p.m. or something and I'm starving. Just refund my money and take your food away and I'll go get something else. Seriously. Holy shit. Oh, mm. oh my God. And they were like, yeah, we're really sorry. It's just uh, he's been in a car accident. <laughs> and in that moment, like it was like, you know, in movies where suddenly they, they do the like the zoom in thing where you get really close, but everything behind you gets really far yeah. away because it like unlocked my memories. And I'm like, because I had a moment of like, oh, Oh, I've been in an accident. That's awful. Well, I can't give. Wait, you did this last time. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think they have been in an accident, sir or madam or whoever the hell it is in the story. And uh, yeah, they read. 
luckily Menulog refunded the money, which was nice. They're a wonderful, right. they're a wonderful service. Yeah, but don't order from the Brunswick Thai place. Do you know what I'm going to love? Unless it's the other one, because that's delicious. Here's here's what I want to see is yep. I want you to go to eat in at this Brunswick Thai place, right? And you walk in the front door, and there's just this humongous hallway that stretches <laughs> for about three kilometers. Yep. With just every like hundred meters, there's just a door. And so you just go through the door and the door and the door. And so every time you've been ringing, they go, nah, seriously, he has just walked out the door. But they haven't said which one. And there's actually yep. 40 doors the guy's got to walk out. And just a of. huge maze. Yeah. And then so you finally get through the 100 doors into the restaurant and you have a delicious meal. And you go, oh, where's the bathroom? And they go, oh, you know, it's just out the back. Yep. And I'm picturing it like one of these restaurants where you sort of walk past the kitchen and the toilet's just kind of yep. this seedy cesspit out the back where you can see into the back. Where In the lost city of Blugadan. Yeah. That only opens twice a year. That's right. When the moon is in the eighth house. And so as you're coming out of the toilet, you look out and they've got the wire mesh door out into the back and yep. out in the back there's just two completely smashed up cars. <laughs> and you're just like, oh dear. Oh, it's on my face. So now, I went to Macca's that night. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the show. Friend of the show, McDonald's. Yeah. Ronald and the Colonel just kicking it old school. Yeah. So are we gonna are we gonna try and do uh, no. X Men? We're no. not gonna make it. We're not. We're we're at the twenty three minute mark. And are we gonna do that thing where we record X Men and then we push it forward so it's timely, so that when people listen to me say this, they'll have already heard the review of X Men like a week before. We can now. Ooh, time! If you're happy to do, uh, if you're happy to belt out two today. I mean, I know you're probably busy with a massive chain of restaurants to. Well, exactly. Oversee. I assume when I get home, I've got a lot of Thai food to get That's through. Right. Here's the deal. We can record the X-Men one today, but only if you promise to do the entire episode speaking with a southern accent <laughs> befitting of a southern country gentleman. Uh, yeah, okay. What could go wrong? I Here's my impression of one. Hi, I'm from the south. <laughs> <laughs> Such method acting. I'm loud when I go overseas. Move over, Christian Bale. I distrust the people in New York. Why do they care about gay rights all the time? What about my hip pocket? Those are the real issues, America. I don't know anything about America. <laughs> Dear American listeners, I yeah. apologise. I I am also very sorry. Uh, that was awful. America. No, I see. No, I got nothing. <laughs> it's not even changing my voice anymore. Uh, one thing I do want to touch on before we wrap up this episode, though, Ooh, touch is uh, two weeks in a row I've been to the LARPers now. Yeah. The Ye Olde Swordcraft, which That's we've LARPers. mentioned a few times. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show, it has to be said. <laughs> Because I tell you what they do for me is they provide outstanding entertainment on a Friday night yeah. for zero dollars. Bam. The price of a couple of drinks that I throw in a backpack and take down there. They're super nice. Yeah. Really great people. So I went down again last night with uh, Rye, who we've mentioned yep. before. He once drew our face. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> Award-winning artist, actually, for his Wizard of Oz. He won the Oz Comics he did. Uh, is it a weekly thing that they do? Where they have sure. a weekly drawing thing? Did a Wizard of Oz thing? Smashed it. Yep. Champion. Go right. We love you. Just true. Yeah. If that guy uh, just fell in a big thing of paints and was like, whoop, 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 and then fell on a piece of paper, it would be fucking like a really good drawing. Yeah. 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 Big fan. 
Uh, a, oh man, that was so great. Rye and another friend of ours, Fletch and uh, Juliana, who I've mentioned before, who's my uh, Colombian friend. We get up to all sorts of crazy antics. Like, yep. I feel like someone should make a movie of the two of us hanging out because it's very much this like two different people from two different cultures just getting up to just wacky zany. If we extrapolate what you would call monkey out. shines. <laughs> so if we extrapolate this out, it's a film about it's like a crazy cross-cultural Colombian Australian. Oh, oh, you said this and I thought it meant something else. Yep. Wacka wacka. Yep. Go to a medieval like they fall through a time portal into medieval times yep. and get caught up in a war. But luckily Chevy Chase has Fletch is there and so <laughs> is the Wizard Fletch. of Oz. Yep. That's a movie I'd okay. see, man. Right. Cool. And The Wizard of Oz, everyone's like, oh, luckily you're here because we've come into like medieval magic times, but you're a wizard. And he's like, no, I was just talking shit. I do want to pitch. Actually, I went, oh, my God, there's so many branches have just come out of that thing that you've just said. Yeah. But I do want to pitch like my movie idea to you at some point, which is about a bunch of LARPers who do fall through a time portal yep. back to real medieval times. Yeah. And it's sort of a coming of age, finding themselves sort of tale with – you know, they're passionate about this stuff and then they find themselves right in the thick of knights in shining armour and stuff like that. And there's, I, I think there's going to be four of them yeah. and they have to save the day. What do you reckon? Should we just green light that shit right now? I think we should do it. All right, good. Well, we've knocked that one on the head. Now. <laughs> that movie, Locked In. One of them is called uh, Jonathan. Okay. And he's a virgin. He's worried about it because he's about to start college. And will people respect him if he's a virgin in college? But mm. the bu- the busty wenches, they're not going to take him seriously either. But maybe he's got like, because he can make traps and things because he knows maths, which is very strange to these people. So he's confused for a wizard and the wenches love it. But is he going to seal the deal? Find out in your movie, whatever it's called. I think it's called Wenches and Wizards <laughs> after that. Or Wizards and Wenches. Wizards either and or. Wenches. I dig but, that. We have to have, like, uh, a nerdy girl because Hollywood uh, <laughs> will only let us have one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and she has to be nerdy. Yeah. And but she's sort of a nerdy, sexy kind of thing where, you know, she's overlooked in modern times. Yeah. Because she is, she, you know, she's Because she smart, wears glasses. And she, she, yeah, she wears glasses. She's a huge poindexter. And there's going to be some sort of scene where she takes the glasses off and does this sort of... Yeah, head shake takes the ponytail thing. out. Yeah, and the hair sort of flows down, and mm-hmm. and the guy, I think the other guy, not Jonathan, the other one. Yeah, uh, he's sort of she's been vo- Steve. Yeah, yeah, she's been <laughs> vying for his attention because let's face it, you know, reality is that girls just spend their entire lives vying for men's attention. That's that's what Hollywood teaches us. That's society taught me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's just not noticed her right up until the point where she takes the glasses off and does the hair flick, and then oh my god, he notices her. But at the same time. One of the knights, one of the dashing sort of actual knights. From yeah. the, he's sort of vying for her affections. And then it's a wacky joust for her affections. Exactly. But is the w- knight a werewolf my or is he just fighting werewolves? My God. I don't know. This movie writes itself. <laughs> it's going to be so good. You're welcome, Hollywood. And she's always getting paid out for being like a fake geek girl. Because yep. uh, that's bullshit that losers say. And mm. there'll be one of the four, the other fourth person. So we've got like... I've forgotten his name. We've got Buffett Steve, Jonathan. Buffett Steve. Nerdy sexy girl. Jonathan. Nerdy sexy uh, pixie dream girl. And then we'll have uh, Asshole, who'll be like the, everyone sucks. Like that awful, like the, you know, the curdled nerd person. Yeah. like, everything sucks. This is really bad. If I could direct everything, pretty much us on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We'll call him Stefan. Yeah. And he's always giving her a hard time about, why are you just... Pretend that you're into this because that's a trope that people say all the time because girls can't be involved because I'm lonely and that's someone else's fault. 
So she will like <laughs> come back in time and like fucking save the day and yep. probably kill him, I reckon. But oh maybe. <laughs> I don't know what tone you're going I for. I was kind of hoping that maybe to continue with the stereotype thing, that he would turn around and become a good person and be like, oh. Yeah, that's probably a Girls bit, yeah. can do things too. Well, no, colour me surprised. <laughs> there's no wrong answer in brainstorming. So let's scratch out murdering. Okay. And change it into, uh, you said, uh, a nice realization. Not being an asshole. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so we need 20% more spells, uh, probably 18% more, let's just say radical. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I think we're good. I think we'll slate Michael Bay to direct. That's right. We'll call it Time Explosion. A hundred... <laughs> 175 million percent more explosions in slow motion. Can you imagine? No. A world. Yeah. In a world <laughs> where time moves slowly, but nerds live forever. Uh, a world where we. That was really good. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's way better than the Skeletor impression I was going to do today, where I'm just going to go. Nah. <laughs> I think they, they all have their merits. Imagine the... A zero-G bubble. <laughs> Even as a kid, I was like, that's taking me out of the story. That doesn't make any sense. How do they know about zero-G? Uh, They're from Eternia, dude. They know about everything. <laughs> the sorceress is wearing a suit made entirely of feathers. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. That's quite the seamstressing. So, like, imagine how next level this podcast would be. If we Can this podcast go to another level? Well, no. Well, because we <laughs> named it Level 30. We can't change that now for its whole brand discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am 31. Uh, if we spent the next six months like writing this movie yeah. every episode yep. and then we pitched it yep. and it worked yep. and we followed like the high of getting a movie made and everything was great and we were rich or something yeah. and then they did get Michael Bay to direct it. And then I just killed myself. And then, well, and then we recorded that live on air, me just... Much like the film, let's scratch out the death and As go the to blood gurgles out of me. Imagine how good it would be. Not the you dying thing on air. <laughs> Although... You'd just be looking yep. at me like, we could carve that up and coat it in some herbs and spices because <laughs> fucking... I'm sure he tastes like chicken. Viral gold. But, uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> I just I just need to think like that's another movie as well. I yeah. don't know. I Agreed. really it's going to be big. It's yeah. going to be a big deal. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh the reason that I was talking about the LARPers Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> is because this was a, this is a defining moment, right? It's coming. I'm telling you, it's almost here. Yeah. At the LARPers last night, there was a real drone. <laughs> A real drone. It was flying around and oh, everyone was like, what's that? And I went, oh my God, it's a drone. And they're like, it's not a drone, it's a remote control helicopter. And I was like, no, no, it's a drone. That's how it starts. The apocalypse is coming. <laughs> so I, I tried to snap some photos of it, but they didn't show up. So I suspect cloaking device probably, some yeah. sort of electronic scrambling thing. Exactly. But I did manage to get some video footage, which I will post on our various social media channels. Mm -hmm. It's not great footage, to be fair. It is a black sky with a little flashing <laughs> dot kind of floating around. But believe kind of me, looks like Bigfoot. I was there. It was a drone. Yeah. The apocalypse is nigh. That's very up. I mean, I, I still don't. I'm still not 
buying into your excite like apocalypse is a loaded term is it though it is it implies the end of all things which is why you're like yay which is why you soften it with the word drone at the front (laughs) oh okay it eases the tension Uh, apocalypse (laughs) (laughs) so if we're wait (laughs) no no i can't wait much longer there's one more thing I want to say. I'll get through it really quickly because I started on a really heavy thing. Yeah. We're talking about how societies are ruined from sexism. I have this... Is that what we started on? I feel like that was in the middle. No, that was in the middle. We talked about that, but it reminded me of something. I think we started on chicken. We did. It's fucking delicious, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Could, remember, like, you could just get all KFC, rip all the skin off and just eat it, like, in a bun. And you wouldn't even be eating chicken. Then what are you eating? Skin? Would you fucking have a skin roll? That's disgusting. <laughs> but I would eat it. That's a roll. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I just need to... Like, I don't feel very well. No, everything's weird. Uh, I've been really preoccupied because I've ca- encountered two different enunciations for like belief systems in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Is one I, of them a church built around the concept of the skin roll? No, no, no. Skin roll. Uh, fuck, that's disgusting. Because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts because I had to do a big long drive. Yep. And I encountered. Wouldn't you just listen to the whole level thirty back catalogue <laughs> in a in the single most ultimate self indulgent? It was a very long drive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I listened to. If you listen to one other podcast this week, and don't sh- like, <laughs> don't like listen to this one again. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if you're familiar, JT, co-host of show, not necessarily not, audience, not necessarily co-host as no, much as just like host. host. More like dominant. I'm the one with the sexy voice. Uh, have you ever listened to WTF with Mark Marin? Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. He, he uh, interviews people and sort mm. of psychoanalyzes them and himself and it's amazing. Yep. Uh, there's an episode, you know that I'm obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. I, I do know that. Which then goes into like, if I was going to form... Which a, I look at as the skin roll of reality television, <laughs> but carry on. I was going to say, if I was going to form a church based around something, it would be RuPaul as a deity. That reckon, is... RuPaul's probably a shade below confronting as a hell. deity thing. RuPaul knows his shit. Uh, he has an interview with on an episode of WTF recently that's yep. like an hour and a half and it's amazing and introduces this. I really jived with this concept that he brought up, the way he views the world in terms of there's two types of people and he used the, the, the matrix. Yep. So, you know, the matrix where you get the red blue pill and the blue pill. Mm. Sort of talking about that there's broadly two types of people in the world and I think it speaks to most of our sort of, especially if you're a nerd person, like the sort of teenage experience of looking around at the world around you and going, why is everyone buying into this stuff? You Mm -hmm. know, like there's all these weird arbitrary rules that exist and everyone's just like, yep, I suppose that's how it has to be. Uh, And then you find like RuPaul brought up Monty Python was the first thing that he watched on TV as a kid and was like, shit, there's people out there yeah. who just don't give a fuck and, yep. under- and just do whatever the hell they want and that's quite amazing. So brought up the idea that, yeah, there's these two types of people, people that live within these really set boundaries that are really arbitrary and strange but then there's people that can step outside them and stuff. Yeah. And I really identify with that in terms of going like, why is stuff like this? I don't understand. Why can't we have better stuff? And people are like... Well, the thing you've got to understand is that if the budget is in a deficit, then everything's dead and like because you have to pay for the fucking hospitals or whatever. And you're like, but if we just agreed that hospitals are important, we'll figure it out. Can't you just have a big... Anyway, I was really intrigued by that and then was disappointed because I went on this weird trip last week and 
missed this whole thing about the horrible mentally ill misogynist guy who shot up all the people yep, yep. and his weird manifesto oh. and then followed the sort of news hole down that when I was coming home where he's like part of this creepy fucking like not only oh, that the creepy women hating man forums and yeah. stuff yeah not only like that pickup artist thing, but then the anti pickup artist thing, and then men's rights, and this whole cesspit of just creepy dudes objectifying women, mm. and encountered the same analogy in there that they yeah. call themselves like red pill people or mm. something. Like, but to them, the matrix is like feminism. Like, the world has been destroyed by feminism that has tried to trick people into thinking that the natural order is wrong or something. And these yeah. guys have woken up and freed themselves of that. So basically, they're allowed the to matrix be where instead of machines, they're like vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. I'm just trying to bring it back to you, to the Matrix thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was just fascinated by, I started my week hearing about like, oh, the Matrix is a thing that allows you to, like it it is a good, I think that's why that movie's so awesome. It allows Mm, you to. The first one. Yeah, the first one, the rest are punk ass, but the Animatrix (laughs) was really cool. Uh, Some of the killers. Remember, like ten minutes ago, when you said you were going to say this really quickly. Yep. Okay. I'm done. The Matrix. It's weird. (laughs) If we're about to record the Days of Future Past thing, which is a time travel thing, and then we're going to put it up first, I reckon we start a like a sentence now, yeah, and then finish it at the beginning of the next one. Okay. Do you reckon we can probably do? The lead goes in this end and comes out this end into the amplifier and then I press the button and... (laughs) (laughs) It's like literally a black box.